Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 367, Friday Forum. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Daryl Darnell. The mashed potato cheesy bacon balls that I made for Thanksgiving were as delicious as they sound, and I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I'm excited to be back with another installment of the Friday Forum. Well, greetings. Happy Friday to you. I hope that you had a fantastic and delicious Thanksgiving. It is Friday, the Friday after Thanksgiving, commonly referred to as Black Friday. But do you know where the term Black Friday comes from? You might be surprised. I know I was when I looked up the origins for today's fun fact of the day. Today's sources are coming from the great researchers over at Snopes and also over at Wikipedia. The earliest known use of Black Friday, or that phrase, Black Friday, stems from 1951 and referred to the practice of workers calling in sick on the day after Thanksgiving in order to have four consecutive days off because the day was not yet commonly offered as a paid day off by employers. So this is a quote, and it says, Friday after Thanksgiving-itis is a disease second only to the bubonic plague in its effects. At least, that's the feeling of those who have to get production out when they, quote, Black Friday comes along. The shop may be half empty, but every absentee was sick and can prove it. What to do? Many companies have tried the standard device of denying Thanksgiving pay to employees absent the day before and after the holiday. Trouble is, you can't deny pay to those legitimately ill. But what's legitimate? Tough to decide these days of often miraculously easy doctor's certificates. And that's the end of the quote there. Yeah, but 1961, the term Black Friday and Black Saturday as well was commonly used in a derisive sense by Philadelphia police who had to deal with the mayhem and headaches caused by all the extra pedestrian and vehicular traffic created by hordes of shoppers heading for the city's downtown stores on the two days after Thanksgiving. In a 1994 article, former Philadelphia Bulletin reporter Joseph P. Barrett recalled how he took part in popularizing the term Black Friday throughout Philadelphia in the early 60s, from which it eventually spread into nationwide usage. This is a quote. The term Black Friday came out of the old Philadelphia Police Department's traffic squad. The cops used it to describe the worst traffic jams which annually occurred in the center of the city on the Friday after Thanksgiving. It was the day that Santa Claus took his chair in the department stores and every kid in the city wanted to see him. It was the first day of the Christmas shopping season. Schools were closed. Late in the day, out-of-town visitors began arriving for the Army-Navy football game. Every Black Friday, no traffic policeman was permitted to take the day off. The division was placed on 12 hours of duty and even the police band was ordered to Center City. It was not unusual to see a trombone player directing traffic. And that's the end of that quote. Fascinating, isn't it? 
All of these origin stories are new to me. Remember, I spent nearly 20 years of my life in the retail world, and this final story is the one that I was always told. Many merchants objected to the use of a negative term to refer to one of the most important shopping days in the year. By the 1980s, an alternate theory began to be circulated that retailers traditionally operated at a financial loss for most of the year, January through November, and made their profits during the holiday season, beginning on the day after Thanksgiving. When this would be recorded in the financial records, once common accounting practices would use red ink to show negative amounts and black ink to show positive amounts. Black Friday, under this theory, is the beginning of the period when retailers would no longer have losses, the red, and instead take the year's profits, the black. The earliest known use that presents the black ink theory appeared in the edition of November 28, 1981 of the Philadelphia Inquirer. A lot of Philadelphia representation here. This is fascinating to me. Uh, This is the quote from that edition. If the day is the year's biggest for retailers, why is it called Black Friday? Because it is a day retailers make profits. Black ink, said Grace McFeely of Cherry Hill Mall. I think it came from the media, said William Timmons of Strawbridge and Clothier. It's the employees. We're the ones who call it Black Friday, said Bell Stevens of Morristown Mall. We work extra hard. It's a long, hard day for the employees. So there you have it. I mean, lots of different instances there of using the phrase Black Friday from a few, two to three different types of perspectives. But I like how it ended there. The employees are working super hard. If you are out there shopping this weekend, please be mindful of them. I've spent 20 years in retail, as I said. It is a day that I dreaded every year. The whole season, the whole Christmas season got sucked The joy of it got sucked out for me working 20 years in retailer, and it's a hard time of year. So keep in mind those employees who are working extra long hours with extra demands put on them, and uh, so try to make their day a little more pleasant, will you? All right. Well, welcome to Friday, as I said, the Friday Forum. We've got three contributions today, so let's get right into it. This is going to empty out the mailbag, which means next Friday has your name, written all over it. All you got to do is call into 304-837-2278 or head over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback where you can upload an audio file, use the SpeakPipe widget, or typey-typey out a contribution. I want to hear what you're learning. Now, we're getting towards the end of the year, so we're going to start thinking about goals, looking how we did on this year's goals, trying to think about goals for the next year. So you can send those in if you want to or anything else. What have you learned in your life? What are you learning right now? Send those in for next week's Friday Forum. All right, well, let's get into this week's Friday Forum. We're going to get it kicked off. We have Barb and Bonita and Hannah back this week. So let's get it kicked off with Barb. Here she is. This is Barb. I enjoy photography, and this is stuff I learned yesterday. Two years ago, while driving at night, I realized that I had what appeared to be lightning-type flashes occurring at the far right side of my eye as I passed streetlights. It was a Friday evening, and it continued after I arrived home and walked to the mailbox. After doing a little research on the Internet, I thought it was prudent to head to the emergency room to make sure I wasn't experiencing retinal detachment. 
Fortunately, I learned that I had something called posterior vitreous detachment, which is a condition in which the vitreous membrane separates from the retina, and it is not unusual in individuals who have been nearsighted for most of their lives and in older patients, which was the doctor's nice way of telling me that I was getting old. Most important, my eyesight was not at risk. Three months later, it happened to my left eye, but I was prepared due to my prior experience and simply followed up with my eye doctor. Last week, I was in the ophthalmologist's office for a follow-up to ensure that there were no further issues or complications. As I waited, I reflected on all the people waiting in the office, some simply needing glasses, some who had just had cataract surgery, some who were having their eyes checked, and I thought, what a gift our sight is. Many years ago, my mom used her Spanish-speaking ability to record books in Spanish for an organization called Reading for the Blind. Those audiobooks were then distributed to those who could not see so that they could experience the joy of reading through the audiobook. To remind myself to appreciate this gift of sight, I have performed a little experiment a number of times. I have closed my eyes and attempted to feel my way around the house. If you've never done this, try it, and you will be really grateful for the gift of your vision. As I said at the beginning, I enjoy photography and have taken many classes to improve my picture-taking ability. I like to look around me and decide what scene I wish to capture and how I want others to see what I am seeing. The vibrant colors around us that seem to be deeper and richer in the early morning and late afternoon, the varied patterns of clouds across the sky, Landscapes, whether they be tall mountain ranges or the large, vast ocean. Faces that express joy, sorrow, love, anger. Expressions of life. So what have I learned? It is easy to become consumed with the day-to-day activities around us and not truly see what we are missing. There is so much wonder and awe in this life that we lead, in this world in which we live. We have so much to be grateful for. So give thanks for your gift of sight and really see the people and world around you. Do you see what I see? This is Barb, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Excellent, excellent contribution, Barb. And you are also an excellent photographer. I've seen a lot of Barb's photographs as we were in Hawaii, and then I saw some of the ones that she took from Dragon Con this last year, and she is a fantastic photographer. Uh, again, one of those things, kind of like I mentioned hearing a few weeks ago, and I really resonating with me because of that. I mean, it's, it's easy to take these things for granted, and uh, I love your focus on that today, reminding us not to take these things for granted. So thank you, Barb. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. All right, let's move into our second contributor for this week. It's Bonita. Here she is. Hi, this is Bonita in Atlanta with a Friday Forum contribution for stuff I learned yesterday. This month, Daryl has suggested contributions about gratitude. And so for my November contribution, I want to express my gratitude for my dog, Georgia. She is a seven-year-old government pincher and came to us on Christmas morning seven years ago. I grew up with dogs in my house, and both of my parents have two dogs each. I am basically predisposed to being a dog person. But my husband is allergic to pets, and so I resigned myself to a life without dogs. However, he'd had a Doberman when he was young and was convinced this was the breed he wanted our girls to experience. Good hand washing, limiting the dog to the ground floor, and regular bathing of the dog help him cope with his allergies. 
Dobermans have a fierce reputation, and they are usually represented as guard dogs in TV and movies. Georgia may sound fierce when she spools up to bark at birds, yard rodents, and trash bags billowing in the breeze, but she's actually the sweetest, most cuddly dog I've ever known, and she practically purrs when she's relaxed. Dog ownership is a lot like having a furry forever toddler in the house. She loves treats and playtime, but better in the sense that she's more obedient and will stay in her bed when you need her to. Plus, she can go outside to go potty. It's also a big responsibility having a big dog. My girl is 85 pounds, and she's big for a female. She needs regular nail trimmings, daily walks, and lots of ball tossing. But I wouldn't trade her for anything. I'm grateful for my dog because she greets me with unfiltered enthusiasm every time I come home loves to cuddle, and leans into me for the perfect scratch around her head, face, and ears. And by meeting her needs for daily walks, I have an excuse to be outside enjoying nature or my favorite podcasts. I feel immense gratitude for my sweet Doberman, Georgia. May each of you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you, Bonita. Yeah, I love that. You know, our family, are we are not an animal family at all. We had the dog sit for my in-laws a few weeks ago. And those of you who are friends of mine on Facebook saw a couple of posts about how <laughs> how much we couldn't wait for the dog to come get picked up, which is so weird because I grew up around tons of animals. We had inside pets and outside pets and rabbits and dogs and cats and I don't know what else we had, but yeah, I don't I don't have a use for them. I don't I'm not an anti pet or anti I don't hate animals. We just don't have a, a desire to have any in our home, but I do acknowledge the sincere uh, gratitude and fulfillment and enjoyment and meaning and and just o- overall pleasure that they can bring to folks. And so glad to hear that story about your Doberman. I didn't know you had a Doberman. So that's cool. I learned something new about you too. Thank you, Bonita. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. All right. Wrapping up the show this week is Hannah she is back again this week. Thank you, Hannah, for sending in two contributions for this month. I really appreciate it. And here she is. Hi, my name is Hannah, and I'm calling in with a story for the Stuff I Learned Yesterday podcast. This is a story for November's What I Am Thankful For podcast. I am thankful for my family. Okay, that might be common and broad, but hold in there. I am the youngest of three girls. We are two years apart, and I'm at the tail end of my 20s. So we are all out and about in the world which is great, but it means, unfortunately, that we are all very spread out. My oldest sister is a doctor, currently working in Rwanda with the global health team helping cancer patients. This is an amazing thing, and I'm glad she has the heart and drive to do this. She's learning so much, but Africa is far, and she is there for months at a time. We occasionally get her back for one thing or the other if schedules work out. Finally, she's coming back in December, so I'm looking forward to that but I know she'll miss the program and her friends, but I'll be happy to have her home in Chicago at the same time, and she'll be closer to us, even though she'll still be busy at her work with the hospital. We might still get to see her for dinners or something before she moves on to her next career move in the coming months. My other sister is an actress in L.A. She's just as hard to get a hold of sometimes, which is understandable with her comedy team coaching and auditions and other work that she does. Though she is still in the States, she is busy living her own life and making a career of her own in L.A., and that is great. I want them to do what they love. I'm busy, too. I just started a new job. I'm juggling babysitting jobs and everyday life on top of that, so I get it. 
I'm grateful to have such wonderful sisters, such great role models and overall people who follow their dreams with such dedication. I'm thankful for the time that we get together and for our parents who raised us to be well-rounded, ambitious women. I'm thankful for the holidays and special events that bring us together and all the people involved in getting us all home safely and giving us the time to spend together, the time that we get. So tis the season for family, love, and togetherness. I'm so excited. I'll get to see my whole family soon. Happy holidays and have a great time with your families. And that, I think, is a great way to wrap up today's show. So well said, Hannah. It is such a great time. We should do this all the time, but I'm so glad that we have Thanksgiving in November and we try to set aside the whole month, as many people do, to just stop and think and reflect and be grateful. And what a great way you wrapped up today's episode. Thank you for that. And thank you for helping us bring perspective to this time of year. All of you who made contributions for the month of November, I am so grateful for you. And all of you listening, I'm grateful for you as well. Thank you for that. I hope you have a great weekend. I'm just going to uh, relax. I put in a lot of hours this week so I could be off yesterday. And I'm going to be off most of this weekend as well. But uh, I hope you have a great weekend. I'll be back on Monday with a new episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. It's still November on Monday, and I will still be talking about things I'm grateful for. I hope you'll join me for that. And as always, I am Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit GoldenSpiralMedia.com slash subscribe. And if you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you leave a review on iTunes by going to GoldenSpiralMedia.com slash iTunes.